Hey guys, welcome to The Real Shit with Brit and Wit. This is Whitney. And this is Brittany. And this is a podcast that's here to make you feel normal in your everyday life. You guys, on today's show, we have guest Morgan Klein, who's a mother of three, a daughter, sister, a wife, and an entrepreneur, and the COO and co-founder of Burn Bootcamp. She has an incredible podcast called Coffee and Kettlebells, in which she shares her favorite things with you from motherhood to business, mind and body, wellness, fitness, and interviews with experts. Okay, guys, I'm so excited about this one. Let me first tell you really fast how we even came about to find our beautiful guest and to find Burn Bootcamp. So, you know, Britt, just scrolling through Instagram one day, found this ad, and I was really in a place where I was like, uh, I'm struggling losing the baby weight. I'm struggling to feel like I have a place. I don't have the motivation to go down in my basement and work out, you know, whatever. So I'm scrolling. I see an ad for Burn Boot Camp, and I'm like, what is this place? Okay, like a couple free weeks. Sure, let's go try it out. <laughs> um, I come in for one of the camps, and I walk in, and the cute girl at the front desk, she's like, wait, I know you. First of all, they're so friendly. They're so, so friendly. So friendly. They just, awesome. you know, and the girl goes, wait, I know you from somewhere. Never seen her a day in my life. I'm like, no, I probably just look like somebody. She goes, no, I know you. And I said, well, this is kind of out on a limb. I have a podcast. Do you maybe like listen? Maybe you saw me on that. She goes, that's where I know you from. So anyway, it was kind of an interesting thing. We started talking about Burn and where it kind of came from. She goes, oh, actually, like the founder of Burn has her uh, her own podcast too mm-hmm. um, called Coffee and Kettlebells. And so that kind of brought us to this like crazy collaboration and brings us to our incredible guest who juggles successful career, like Whit said, motherhood, marriage, everyday life of being a woman. So let's introduce Morgan. Say hello. Thank you, guys. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, we're super excited that you're here with us. I know. Morgan, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came about to start Burn Bootcamp. Yeah. So as you guys mentioned, I am the COO and co-founder of Burn Bootcamp. Um, Burn Bootcamp was founded in 2012, but we became a franchise in 2015. And so the same year we franchised, my husband and I decided to start a family. So I have three (laughs) kids. So I've been building this business and obviously building a family. Um, But to go even further back, uh, my husband and I met in sixth grade. So um, our story is definitely kind of unique, you know, and it's, it's, there's been a lot of ups and downs and in-betweens, but um, we are just so grateful to be building this amazing brand with amazing people in it and then also um, our beautiful family. So I'm excited to be here and chat a little bit more and um, South Jordan where we're here today it's our grand opening and so this marks like 308th gym that we've opened Wow! Um, since we started in 2012. So we became a franchise. We're now in 39 states um, and I am a full-time working mom. So I've been I've played many roles and worn many hats, but the one that I wear now is the COO, and I'm very operational-minded. My husband is a visionary to the T. Like, we are the complete opposite, so it's a good dynamic (laughs) team that we make. So, yeah, yeah. so I was a trainer at one point and then um, owned my own gym and built my own membership aside from my husband, and then we joined forces, and um, so, yeah, I kind of... I've bounced around in in what the roles have been, but that's amazing. Yeah, I'm still like over here intrigued that you guys met in sixth grade. That's amazing. I know, right? That's yes. like that's another episode. That's another episode. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we want to hear all about and, that. But. And I think too, one other thing that I'll say about kind of my background is I had I never would have thought I'd be sitting in this place that I'm in now. I actually graduated from college with my food marketing degree, worked at the Kellogg Company, so Frosted Flakes, wow, Pop Tarts, yes. Eggos. 
thought I was going to just climb this corporate ladder. Like that was my dream. That was my vision. That's what my family told me I needed to do. Get a job with benefits, with 401k, all Mm -hmm. of that jazz. And that's what the track I was on until kind of Devin came crashing in and was like, no, we're going to open a business. We're going to do this. Um, So gosh, the story of us getting started is a long one, but I just want to say that um, what you're doing today isn't always going to be what you're going to be doing in the future, right? And I think chasing dreams is something that I've experienced myself and is now something that I'm trying to pour into other women to do because so many women are afraid of failure. They're afraid to chase their dreams. They're afraid, afraid to put themselves first um, and do something that maybe will take away time from their family. Yeah. And so I always try to get on and just encourage women that you can do it. You can do both. Yeah. You know, and I'm living proof of, proof of that. I love that. That's why you're here today. You know, our audience is a big, it's mostly women, Mm -hmm. moms, you know, and some moms that might be out there being like, how do I do both? How how can I have a little bit more for myself? And so what an incredible accomplishment that you've created here and and juggling your kids. This is just amazing. I mean, okay, so I also work full time, Mm -hmm. you know. I'm real terse, like I'm home, but I'm also gone. Like it's just a weird schedule. Right. Like, 108 gyms, that's like... 308. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Um, That's a lot. So like, how do you balance being a working mother and this career CEO, Mm co-founder? Like, how how do you work that balance? Well, first of all, I think the word balance can be hard to define because balance is different for everybody. And so the way I try to tackle balance is integrating as much of my work life with my home life and that that's kind of an unpopular opinion some people want that hard boundary to say when I leave work I need to go home and be a mom and a wife and I don't want to think about work and then when I'm at work I like I'm at work I find that's that's been harder for me so I've tried to figure out ways to integrate both right so bringing my kids into as much of building this brand has been important to us. Cameron, her first year of life was in 11 states because we went to every gym opening and we brought her with us, right? And then then number two comes along and that's a little harder to travel with two kids. (laughs) But like, so like it's, I've been trying to give my kids as much exposure to what we're doing. So when I am away from them, they they understand it and it doesn't feel like I'm sacrificing as much. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why people want balance, right? Because they feel guilt if Mm -hmm. they're not spending enough time with their kids or they feel guilt they're not spending enough time at work. And I'm not going to say I don't feel that guilt, but it's just how I tackle it. And so balance for me is kind of an impossible expectation. So one day it might be really good. One week it might be really good, and then yeah. the next week it might be really bad. So one yeah. one tip I have for people is stop measuring our balance on like a 24-hour time period, right? So like I think a lot of the times I used to come home after one day's work and be like, I was really unbalanced today. Like I didn't spend enough time with my kids and I was distracted. So giving yourself that expectation every day that it has to be perfect, I think you're setting yourself up for failure. So open that window up and be like, how did my week go? Look back on the last seven days, Mm. not just a day-by-day thing, and say, how did the last seven days go? How did I balance motherhood with my career in the last week? Does that make sense? Yeah, Yeah. for sure. And I think then it's like, yeah, you're going to have one good day, one bad day, one good day, one one bad day. But overall, how do you feel like the week went? And so that's a little shift I've been trying to make for myself because there are days that I get home and I still want to be on my email because I didn't finish all my work because I was in meetings all day, you know? Mm -hmm. And then there's days that I'm like, 
I'm not going to go into work today. I'm going to work from home and I'm going to stay home with Ryan, my, my youngest, mm-hmm. and I'm going to just kind of balance that, right? Yeah. So it just looks different. I actually like that. And I think you can put that in with not even, even if you're not a career mom, Yeah, yeah. you know, I think sometimes yeah. I have to go, how did my week go just in general? Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Did I do okay? Cause that's, yeah. that's a very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Versus every night thinking about yeah. how the day yeah. went. Yeah. Well, and I love that because I, it's very hard if you are not working a nine to five to mm-hmm. leave work and not think about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, even for some people who work a nine to five, depending on what the job is, mm-hmm. it carries on. But mm-hmm. for, I mean, you're probably on call for any issues or any, like, there's yes. constant emails, there's yes. constant, and I, th- I feel that way too. Like, yeah. I'm getting emails at nine o'clock at night or, you know, so I love that balancing it out. And I actually love that you bring your children along with you because yeah. they do understand now mm-hmm. what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important for kids to see your dreams, your yeah. aspirations, things come to life, you yeah. know, that it's possible to make mm-hmm. these dreams and these visions come true. Yeah. I think back on like my childhood and my mom was a single mom. My, my father passed away when I was five years old. So my mm-hmm. mom worked her ass off. I know I can swear on this podcast, yeah, she right? Can. So she, she worked her ass off, but she never sacrificed the important things, right? So she made it to all the games. She made sure to do the the most important things that were going to be impactful in my life, but dinner every night maybe wasn't homemade, right? Like she said, like, that's where, you know, she would make choices to say, what is the most important? And so I watched my mom, you know, manage having two kids and being single and she was a hairdresser. So you don't get PTO, you don't get paid, you know, you don't get all these benefits. You work, you make money, you work, you make money. You don't work, you don't make money. And I think that's one of the biggest lessons my mom's instilled in me. And so I want to do the same for my kids mm-hmm. because they're going to grow up in a much different life than I did. I mean, just being realistic, my yeah. husband and I obviously have created wealth. We've created success in our family, but we did not come from that. And so our biggest challenge is like those life lessons that you learn yeah. through challenge. And yeah. so I'm like, we need to still make sure that they're exposed to that and yes. that we create that in, in their life. To make sure that when they're in their careers, they can look back back and be like, yeah, I'm this way because mom and dad taught me this, yeah. this, and this. So no, that's actually really interesting. My ex-husband owns a very successful business here in Utah. Mm-hmm. And our eight-year-old son, he kind of is just like, hmm, I'm going to go work for dad. And yeah. he just thinks he's going to like go take over dad's business <laughs> yeah. when he's 18. Yeah. And my daughter always kind of puts him in his place. Like, yeah, but you live with mom. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, but mom teaches you different. But that is interesting because I didn't come for money either. Yeah. Neither did my ex-husband. Like, yeah. he was the poorest person ever growing mm-hmm. up and so it's actually amazing that he created what he's created yeah. but it's always that balance of how do you teach your kids mm-hmm. like you don't get to just turn 18 and take over dad's yeah. success like yeah. you've got to we still have to teach you how to work for what yeah. you mm-hmm. want in life for sure I hear that yeah. yeah that was interesting we were actually going to ask like a positive to teach kids um really fast I want to kind of just jump in for a sec though for yeah. our listeners so burn boot camp is not it was not started out of Utah yeah. Um, so Morgan, take a second and just kind of tell people, we have listeners from Cali to Florida. We are okay. all over the spectrum. Yeah. Where can people find Burn? Yep. And, um, touch on, you're out of North, North Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. Okay. So Charlotte area. So just to give you guys a little bit more background back in 2012, my husband had just been released from minor league baseball. So his dream was to go play baseball and he had a plan A. There was no plan B. <laughs> my plan A was I was going to work for Kellogg. So we're both like on these different tracks than we are today. Um, but he got released and couldn't really figure out what he wanted to do, but he knew he didn't want to work for somebody. So he had really the vision for Burn Boot Camp. And 
In 2012, we, we moved to Charlotte for my job. We didn't know a single person. And we started this business in a parking lot because we, we didn't have a lot of money either. And we didn't have landlords that would believe in these two young kids, right? Yeah. So we started in a parking lot. And I think we're going to touch on community today. I think that's really like where that was birthed um, because we didn't have shiny shiny equipment, fancy things, technology. We didn't have screens. Like we just had people. I love that. Um, and so in 2012 is when Burn Boot Camp was founded. I left my job in 2013 to join with Devin. We just kind of built out in the Charlotte area. And then 2015, we became a franchise. And so we've now awarded in 39 states, um, little 308 open doors. So burnbootcamp.com backslash locations has all of our open locations. You can okay. also download the app. And the app, anywhere you're that you're at, will automatically like find your location and tell you where the nearest burns are. Um, but we're constantly awarding. We're going to probably open another 20 to 25 just this year um, and probably 100 next year that are in development right now to open. So That's amazing. Uh, if we're not in your area yet, like we want to be there. Devin and I have dreams to have a thousand locations by 2025 they're so incredible i want to say this too it isn't just like brit is not a gym goer people <laughs> i don't love gyms this is something different it's yeah. so different it's yep. not it, it is community and so how do you describe burn right it's a 45 minute camp a camp mm -hmm. Yes. is a class, okay? Yep. Yep. Um, they call them camps. And what I love is that it's 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. You're in, but it is like the most intense workout you're so going to get. Yeah. It's so good. And so when you are a busy mama, it is perfect because you're in, you're out, you work the area of your body you needed, and yep. this is the best part. There are trainers who are right there instructing and mm -hmm. giving you the one-on-one -on -one that you would go pay for a trainer in a gym. You have it right there within the camp. Oh, yeah. and also right they have like, childcare here. Yeah. So that yeah. low childcare. Yeah. yeah, you know, no excuse because that's always been for me, especially during the COVID thing. Like, okay, gyms were closed for a while or they opened, but daycares didn't. And yep. like, it's nice to know that I actually, you can load up your kids and, and bring them and get a good workout. Yeah. So incredible workouts. You guys, I came to one camp and I was sold on day one and I've joined mm -hmm. and I will be a lifer. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, I have. Um, so I wanted to just touch on that about what it actually is. Yep. Um, each day is a different, uh, yeah, different know, body part different and body like part. different style of workout. Yeah. So that way you're never, you can come six days a week and not overtrain one body part, right? So we're not yeah. gonna focus on legs every day. We're not gonna focus on core every day. We're splitting that up to make sure you're not overtraining any certain muscles or body parts. And then we'll mix up that style. So today was a leg day, it was strength day. Tomorrow's gonna probably be like athletic conditioning, right? Yeah. So we're gonna worry more about getting our heart rate up than we are building the muscle. Now yeah. it's gonna be burning they're burning the fat tomorrow. So guys, it's just I've, mixing it up. Like I've already that. seen results mm -hmm. after having the baby. I've already seen results in two weeks. I mean, it's really incredible. Um, one thing I want to touch on for sure is community. Burn is all about community, you guys. And that's what sold me. You know, Britt, I'm social. I needed to come and have a place where I feel like not intimidated to walk mm -hmm. into because mm -hmm. it's very intimidating to walk into gyms mm -hmm. sometimes. Um, this is not that. No, yeah. it's super it, friendly here. Everyone, the trainers, everyone is just super friendly. But yeah. you said you started in a parking lot. Yeah. So how did oh. the community... Yeah. So how do you feel like you got that community vibe? I think it was very intentional because Devin and I, we grew up athletes and obviously him in like professional athletes and so then we've been in every gym setting right and especially as a woman it's very intimidating like most gyms have mirrors in them ours don't have mirrors in them for a reason um and it's 
it's not friendly, right? And even like the personal trainers aren't friendly in like big big box gyms. Like I'm just gonna say it. I don't. Yeah. I'm not trying to bash anybody else, but like most of the time, your experience when you walk into a big box gym is I don't know what I'm doing. I'm embarrassed. I haven't worked out in ten years, or maybe I just had a baby, and I don't know what I'm doing. This and yeah. if and the only way I'm gonna get this is if I pay for a personal trainer, mm-hmm. and it's like that personal trainer doesn't care unless you actually hire them. So there's a lot of dynamics that we felt like we saw in the fitness industry that we wanted to tackle. And one of that is just the community, right? And it's more than the workout. Yes, I believe in our workout, but listen, you can do jump you can do jump squats and jumping jacks and squats at any gym. There's something else about this place that makes people continue to come back and that's the people. And yeah. so it's it starts from the top, right? It starts with the energy that you get when you walk into that door and making sure that we're giving you a high five and and thanking you for being here today. Sometimes this will be the best part of a woman's day. No one at home is thanking them for doing what they're doing. <laughs> no one at home is praising them for anything, right? No. And so this is the one place that we want them to be able to walk into and feel like, thank you for coming today, that you're appreciated and that you are seen. Um, and then from the time you walk in and then you hit that floating floor, the energy, the music's gonna be good, that trainer's gonna know your name. Um, which is something you you don't see everywhere else, right? Yep. So it's very intentional for us. You need to know everybody's name. Um, and then the workout speaks for itself. I think it's one of the best on the planet. Um, but like I said, you can do a workout anywhere. But you got to find the right um, combination of a trainer that actually sees you and knows you and knows what your goals are versus like a class that you may get somewhere else. They're just going to tell you what to do and then they're going to just motivate. Yes. But they're not going to get in and be like, hey, I know what your goals are. I know you can do. I can know you can do heavier weights. I'm going to give you these 20s instead of 15s. Yeah. You got yeah, this, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so when I do that to a member, it's not just about getting them stronger. It's showing them confidence. It. We are selling confidence, yeah. right? And when you can do that to somebody, you know your value just goes up as a, as an organization, as a person, as a business. Um, how can you add more value to every single person's life? And that's been Devin and I's go-to question to ourselves is how does this add value to our members life so we are privately owned we've never taken money from a capital group we've been we've been offered to sell portions of our business we don't want to be handheld to make decisions that are going to get us more dollar signs we want to do what's best for our members and best for the people that have invested in this brand franchise partners people that own the gyms um and I think that's really allowed us to stand out in ways that some of our competition hasn't. Because they're going to make decisions that are based on how to get more dollars. Yeah. And so let me give you an example. If I made you sign in for camp and you were late and I charged you $25 and it didn't allow you to come in, See how would that make you feel as a mom of six or a mom of two? Yeah. How would that make you feel and how would that add more value to your life? So now let's look in the, in the member's view. I'm running around the house. It's a chaotic morning. My four-month-old just puked. I need to go change their onesie before we get in the car. Um, My five-year-old thinks that they need to zip their jacket. I'm not going to be able to zip their jacket. (laughs) So that just added another five minutes onto my day. Um, We get in the car. We finally make it into the gym, and I'm turned away, and I'm charged. Yeah, Right? So how are we adding more value to someone's life? By creating all this red tape for them to be into a gym. And so those are the types of things that Devin and I have intentionally built this brand on. And so, yeah, we started in a parking lot. We didn't have an app. We didn't have 
um, all this fancy stuff that you guys see in our gyms today, which still is pretty simple when you think yeah. about it. Um, but it is, it just, it was built on community, it was built on people. It was about them showing up in that parking lot and giving them the best workout, but also making them feel heard and seen, yeah. which a lot of people just don't get in their life. And so how can we provide that? And like I said, when you can add value in that way, I think they become a raving fan and a member for life, like you said. Listen, I could get emotional. I swear it's always every episode, it's me that cries about something. <laughs> but if I can really like help relate this to people that honestly, you guys, like I have just not been in the greatest place. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's okay. Yeah. Like it's it makes me emotional because after having the baby, like I've just not been in a great place with myself. Yeah, yeah. And I went through like a super bad depression. Mm-hmm. And I swear to you, like, seeing the ad, something just stood out to me where it was like, you know what? Do something for yourself. Get yeah. your ass off the couch yeah. feeling bad for yourself and your frumpy ass body and mm-hmm. just do something for yourself. Mm-hmm. And the first day I walked in here, you guys, like, Nicola, their head trainer at mm-hmm. this location here in Utah, like, she made me feel like I could do anything. Yeah. And I yeah. left there being like, what is this magical place? Yes, <laughs> like, it is. It's amazing. The community, the sense yeah. of community here really is, it is, they do know your name when you walk in and they're excited that you're there and yeah. you're high-fiving and the trainers really are like, they're looking out for you. They're, yeah. you need a heavier weight. Or, okay, take this one easy because we know that you have an injury. That yep. we know, yeah. they, they yep. know you. It's amazing. Listen, yeah. she takes the time because I'm in physical therapy to get mm-hmm. my abs back together to when one of the exercises isn't doable for right. what I can do yet she with my core. She yeah. specifically, there could be 30 people in this camp yeah. and she specifically comes over and takes a second to say, Britt, do this. Let's do yeah. this. And yeah. she takes the time. She'll be across the room. She'll be like, Britt, I see you. You're doing it, girl. Get it, girl. Yeah. Like she makes every single person in this room feel like they are on fire yeah. and can just conquer anything. And yeah. what you guys have created, I just have to say is the best thing that's ever come into my life yeah. and I personally thank you yeah. <laughs> yeah Morgan we're we're so glad that you and your husband thank you put this together and franchise it and do are making all these gyms and putting them out there we we're we're really grateful for you thank and we're you. grateful to have you on the podcast thank yes. you for being with us here today um you guys go listen to coffee and kettlebells Go follow Morgan on Instagram it's at morgan.a.climb yep um and then find Come to, if you're in Utah, come to the South Jordan Boot Camp. Yep. We love it here. And come we have nine more coming, by the way. So, That's what we heard. We're so, very excited. Yes, we are painting this town blue. So if we're not near you, please stay tuned because we will be coming. It is coming. I love you guys so much that I was like, I will be like a sign flipper. Look for Britt out on the street, you guys. Look for me on the street. <laughs> Morgan, thank you for being with us. Yes, thank you guys for having us. And I definitely look forward to... Um, Seeing you guys in the gym. Yeah, until next time, you guys, let's keep it real.